1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Basketball Conference, the ACC football podcast. My name is Joey Weaver. He is Mike McDaniel. Mike, first question, week nine in the ACC, and there's only one game that is more important than all the rest of them, and you know which one it is.
0: It's our game on Thursday night, Joey, the Battle of the Techs, part three, since this podcast has begun. So we've come from humble beginnings, as they say, and we're in part three. My school, unfortunately, is 0-2. Let's make it 1-2 and 2 on Thursday night, shall we?
1: That's right. The Tech Mobile, uh, Tech Mobile 3 in, in the Basketball Conference podcast lore. Uh, as everybody knows, this is the most important game in the ACC all year. This is the one that determines who the real tech is uh, for the rest of the next calendar year. Ever since we've started this podcast, Georgia Tech has been the real tech. As you mentioned, Mike, uh, Georgia Tech 2-0 and in the Basketball Conference era against Justin Fuentes Hokies. Uh, this looks, you know, the Hokies looking to change that now. Uh, Thursday night, 7:30 p.m. on ESPN. The Yellow Jackets in Blacksburg, uh, where they have had some troubles. They they won last time in Blacksburg in 2016 and again in 2014. However, Paul Johnson's never beaten Virginia Tech on a weeknight, which is a problem because these teams play often on weeknights just as God intended. Um, in this game Mike, your Hokies a 3 point favorite the total's 58 and a half. Are you
0: feeling confident in your Hokies? Uh, not really. Are you? <laughs> not <laughs> really. Uh, my last my last memory of Virginia Tech was watching them nearly blow the game against North Carolina. So, um no. I'm <laughs> I'm not confident even a little bit. Um I do like I guess I like the Hokies to win here. Uh, I trust them a little bit more than I trust Georgia Tech at this point. With that being said, I do not feel great about it. The only reason why I think that the Hokies will be okay is because history shows that they play pretty well on Thursday nights against Paul Johnson coach teams. So that's kind of where I'm sitting here. Uh, Two pretty poor defenses. Um, That we can say. If you're into that sort of thing, the over-under is 58.5, and I don't mind the over, Joey. Uh, You got a young Virginia Tech defense who has never seen a Paul Johnson offense before. Uh, For a lot of these players, of course, Bud Foster. Historically, uh, his defenses have performed pretty well against Paul Johnson coach teams offensively. But with that being said, they got a bunch of players primarily in the secondary who do not know how to tackle and who are not exactly all that physical. So when you have that going against an option team that wants to run it right down your throat, that's usually not a recipe for success. I expect Georgia Tech to have success running the football in this football game. Um, I expect Virginia Tech to be able to, at the very least, throw the football while in this game. Um, I, you know, the run, the running game has been... Going in fits and starts for a large portion of the season, so we'll see uh, which version of the running game shows up in Blacksburg on Thursday night. Uh, I will be there, Joey. So Ooh. Uh, wish me luck. Uh, mostly because I I don't know what state I will be in uh, <laughs> mentally, physically, all of the above. I will probably be pretty belligerent by game time, which, like you said, weekday football, just as God is, just as God intended. Uh, give me the Hokies to win, the cover three, Uh, high-scoring affair, coin flip, whoever's ball last wins. That's where I'm going with this.
1: There, I mean, there is reason to think that Georgia Tech should feel good about this game. I mean, again, they've won two in a row in this series. Um, Virginia Tech, very young and inexperienced on defense. They've had some glitchy moments on offense, especially, I mean, again, you mentioned two weeks ago against North Carolina. I mean, it took them the entire game to get to 21 points against North Carolina. Right. Um, th- there is reasons I should like Georgia tech here. And honestly, Mike, I just kind of don't, I don't trust this Georgia tech team. I don't trust them to go on the road. At some point I- I've started to think about it. It's like, it doesn't matter how good Georgia tech game plan is. in some of these games, how much they know where to attack an opposing defense or an opposing offense, all this stuff, if they can't execute, that's been Georgia Tech's biggest issue this year in a lot of ways has not been that they don't have the right game plan or the right, uh, you know, approach. It's that they can't execute it. I mean, you look at the offensive line is missing blocks in a lot of places. The passing game, you're getting wide receivers that are open and they just you just can't hit them. Um, the defense, not always in the right place. I mean, it's just I don't trust this team to execute in a hostile road environment. You know, the, the best thing I can say is that they do have – about as fully healthy an offensive line as they will have had all year. So that's a positive, but I I just – I don't know. I don't like it. I'm with you. I think I'm on Virginia Tech covering three on Thursday night. I think Virginia Tech just is going to have some more ways to win this game, Um, and I I don't trust Georgia Tech's execution against this team. If you look at S&P Plus, the best team that Georgia Tech has beaten this year was Louisville. Um, they've lost every game they've played to a team ranked higher than 97th Louisville. You know, that's 87th Pittsburgh, 40th, South Florida, 35th Duke and second Clemson. Virginia Tech's 51st. I mean, I, so at this point, I'm kind of repeating myself. I'm with you. Give me the Hokies to cover three. I I don't, I don't like this game at all for Georgia tech. I just don't trust this team at this point.
0: How do you like the over under 58 and a half?
1: I kind of like the over, um, I think the last couple of matchups, both of them ended, I believe, right at 50 points. Um, It was 30 to 22 years ago. It was 28-22 last year. Um, So this would require a bit higher scoring. Honestly, I might lean under. There's – and I'm going to hit on this here in just a second. There's something to be said for weeknight unders is a popular trend. I think it's been a terrible trend this year, actually. I think a lot of the weeknight games have gone over if you look at the Thursday-Friday games. But – I mean, if, if, if we think Georgia Tech's execution issues might turn into a couple of really short fields or even a defensive touchdown or something like that for Virginia Tech, which I wouldn't put past them at all, I, I think that helps the case for sure. The number is fairly high, though, in all honesty. I, and I agree with you, though, that both of these teams, from a defensive standpoint, not, you know, not particularly imposing, we'll say that.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of weeknight overs that don't hit, uh, how about that Falcons-Giants game last night that you and I were texting about? I mean, um, damn. Not over, by the way.
1: Not over. And somehow Matt Ryan goes out there and completes 18 straight passes to end the game and fin- finishes up like 31 of 39 for 375, no picks, all this stuff. And they managed 23 points. This is why I'm not watching the Falcons this year, Mike. This but is why. But they They won. won. They won. They didn't screw it up. Um, so that's, They
0: tried. They, tried. <laughs> they, <laughs> they sure did.
1: It. That's a positive. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Virginia Tech minus three at the very least. Um, consider the over, but again, that's a lot of points. So um, I might lean under, but at your own risk. Mike, let's move on. We get the party started Thursday with the Tech Mobile, 7.30 p.m., We're going to keep the party rolling 7 o'clock on Friday on ESPN as the Miami Hurricanes a a three-and-a-half-point road favorite in Chestnut Hill against the Boston College Eagles. A.J. Dillon back in the game. Miami's quarterbacks are going to be in attendance, and some combination of them is going to be playing. It's going to start with uh, Malik Rozier for better or worse, and then we don't know where that Ferris wheel will end up. So, Mike, I'm not going to lie. In in all you know, public perception and all this stuff. You know, is Miami a better team than Boston College? They're probably more talented. All this stuff. Yeah, I like the Eagles. I think I think Boston College wins this game outright on the field. Mike, uh, give me the Eagles in this one. I think.
0: Okay. i have uh i have no confidence in miami's quarterbacks right now i have no confidence in mark rick to make the right decision regarding the quarterbacks i don't know what bc is going to look like because anthony brown's been fine with or without aj dillon obviously he's a different player when aj dillon's on the field because brown can actually throw the football without getting absolutely mauled um If A.J. Dillon's healthy and 100%, that completely changes things for me, and I like B.C. there as well. Uh, I'm not sure he is 100%. Um, I I think he'll be healthier than he's been in quite some time. Obviously, he's expected to suit up and play. Uh, Maybe I'm completely wrong. He rushes for 200 yards in this game. I don't know. Um, I I think Miami's defense is good enough to stimmy A.J. Dillon to the degree where Anthony Brown is going to have to make throws in the passing game to win this football game. Uh, They are at home. It's going to be close. I'm going to take Miami narrowly here i'm not betting it i don't feel confident about this pick at all either for what it's worth uh i'm just going to trust miami in their talent and they have more talented players and um that's about it i don't know uh don't feel great about it joey i'll take miami narrowly on the road definitely do not bet this game though that could go a million different directions
1: you giving the three and
0: a half here? Uh, I'm giving the three and a half. If you're making me, yeah, yeah, I'll give the three and a half.
1: You're welcome to take the three and a half if you want.
0: I'm not taking anything. <laughs> i very, I just, just don't feel good about this pick at all. But whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm curious to see again what happens with the quarterback situation with Miami. Um, in particular, I mean, Boston College's defense has been solid this year. I think that they can you know, largely um, hold up against Miami's rushing attack and and kind of in the same way, I think the quarterbacks are going to have to be the ones winning this game for either team. I, I don't know that either team is going to be able to run the ball particularly well. And that being said, I'm not really sure which team's quarterbacks I feel better about. Uh, we've, <laughs> yeah. we've seen, we've seen good games from each of them, but we've also seen some very questionable performances. I mean, Anthony Brown looked really good against Louisville last week or uh, a couple weeks ago, but before that, he had three straight games where he topped out at 56% completion, and, you know, it it was a little bit of a, uh, a more nervous experience watching him throw the ball, so it could go either way. Mike, here's what I, I do feel pretty good about in this game. The total's 50 and a half.
0: Yeah, under?
1: Uh, that's an under for me. Yes. Uh, that's an under, and I am considering that for my pick of the week, but come back to me on that one. I might have something different later. Yep. Fair. Um. So I'm taking Boston College in the three and a half. Uh, I'm giving you Boston College outright. I think the Eagles win this game straight up. Uh, Mike has Miami minus three and a half. So we will see. You're just saying uh, who's the better man, there? Mike? Let's move on to Saturday. We have a uh, we have a full slate of ACC games this week. By the way, we got seven conference games featuring the 14 ACC conference teams. Um, this is really like where we've kind of turned a corner into the home stretch of the season. We we're just you know, getting some conference action and a lot of really good referendums on people. We're going to start at noon on ABC. The number two Clemson Tigers, a 16 and a half point favorite in Tallahassee against the Florida State Seminoles. Mike, I think there's two ways you can approach this game: A, Tallahassee, kind of a tough place to play, Florida State looking better, a lot uh, Clems- of talent. A lot of talent. Florida State, you know, Clemson coming off the emotional win, maybe a letdown situation, or Clemson minus anything. And I think I'm on side B of that argument, Mike.
0: Clemson minus anything is a side I am on as well. And good for Florida State. They got talent both on and off the field. And their record's not great this year. And um, But at least the girls are hot. So... <laughs> I mean, they they do have that going for them. That's about it. Clemson by a thousand here. I don't. Clemson, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Florida State's defense might hold up for a little while, but that offense will not. So, uh, yeah, you better hope, like, if you're a Florida State fan, you better hope they find a way to run the ball in this game, because otherwise, DeAndre Francois might die. I mean, he'll play well. I think he'll be fine. Like, he'll be respectable. And uh, like we've said multiple times, like, put the ball in his hands that usually, you know, works out. Yeah. But With that being said, uh, if they don't run the ball in this game, that pass rush will literally kill Deandre Francois. Like it won't be good. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Clemson's defense is going to suffocate the Florida state offense. I think over the course of four quarters, I think Florida state will have some success moving the ball in this game, but I think once you get to the second half and that pass rush is going after that offensive line. Oh boy. Um, they're going to wear them down, I think. So, yeah, give me Clemson here pretty comfortably. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will have a lot of success throwing into the secondary as well.
1: I think Clemson's in war machine mode here. Um, they they have hit the gas and they are going to embarrass a lot of teams. I think down here here down the stretch. Um, I mentioned with Georgia Tech, uh, the best team that they had beaten was Louisville. Florida State, best team they've beaten, Northern Illinois. Um, Louisville the second best team that they've beaten and they find themselves at uh, four and three I think they're a little bit a little bit false we'll say Um, if you look at the metrics again they also gave Miami quite the game but in most for the most part they actually didn't really outplay Miami they were just very opportunistic I don't think that that thing is going to be an option here against a really really solid Clemson team again one that keeps showing us uh, some some crazy efforts here. So, yeah, I'm laying the 16 and a half with Clemson. I trust them in a lot to, to just roll in this game. Other thing to consider, Mike, totals 51. Thoughts on that?
0: Uh, over.
1: I like the over in that. Over. Uh, I, I think Clemson can run up, you know, 35 to 45 points here. I think Florida State might get some junk time uh, scoring in. That's a pretty low number for a couple teams that do have something in the way of offense. So, um, yeah, I, I like over 51 in that game as well. Yep. Let's move on. 7 o'clock on ESPN2. The number 22 NC State Wolfpack coming off of a absolutely demoralizing stomping of a loss uh, to Clemson. They're on the road in the Carrier Dome uh, taking on the Orange who are coming off of a... Uh, you know, a last second kind of come from behind win over North Carolina. Um, This is a weird line, Mike, two and a half. The Wolfpack only favored by two and a half. It is a road game. Syracuse has had times where they've looked good this year, but I'll be honest. I, I think we're trying to underrate NC state here a little bit and maybe overrate Syracuse a little bit with this two and a half number. I think Syracuse is starting to crumble a little bit. And I think NC state's a lot better than they looked last week. I'm I'm pretty happy to lay two and a half points here with the Wolfpack.
0: I am too. I think NC State's pretty good, and I think the fact that NC State's biggest game of the year and the first time we've really seen them play a quality opponent was last Saturday against War Machine Clemson, and I think that's why we're to the point now where NC State is all of a sudden underrated. I think NC State's got a good team still. Ryan Finley's still the quarterback there last time I checked. He did not look good. Not looking good is an understatement. He played one of his worst games in his college career against Clemson last Saturday. Um, he's going to be better this Saturday because Syracuse's defense is absolutely atrocious. Um, NC State, look, they did not look good against Clemson. A lot of teams could go up against Clemson right now and put up the showing that they put up last Saturday, including Syracuse, by the way, who played them well in Death Valley a few weeks ago. You play that game this Saturday, Clemson by a million, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is a different Clemson team, a more focused Clemson team. Trevor Lawrence is a lot more comfortable than he was when he went up against Syracuse a few weeks ago. This is this is a different animal with Clemson right now. They would have done that to a lot of teams. I think that's why you're looking at this line and you're like, man, NC State got smoked and Syracuse played them close in Death Valley. Like, oh, NC State minus two and a half here. Uh, give me the Wolfpack to win and cover. I think they win this game pretty comfortably, Joey. I do. Um, I get Syracuse can score a lot of points. We're not really sure who the quarterback's going to be. It could be Dungy. It could be DeVito. Probably we'll see both, right? Um, But at the end of the day, I like NC State to win this game by 10 or 12 points. I think they win this thing comfortably. I think the defense plays well enough. And I think Ryan Finley's going to have a big-time bounce-back day here. So I like the Wolfpack here to win and cover on the road.
1: I was going to say seven to ten points is a margin of victory for NC State. The thing is, with with Eric Dungey and Tommy DeVito, that whole situation's really up in the air for Syracuse. I I wonder a little bit how that affects things. I mean, we've had a couple of games where we've seen Tommy DeVito look really good, um, you know, significantly better than when Eric Dungey's running the offense. And I wonder if if that changes what we see from Syracuse. I, I wonder if um, that's maybe somewhat. Cooked into the line here, you know. I'm, I'm not really sure, but uh, that's definitely a factor to consider. But I'm, I think we're in agreement here, Mike. Uh, Lay the two and a half with NC State, and uh, you know, let's just go with the Wolfpack. I think this is a seven to ten point win. Total sixty four in this game. That's I'd probably leave that alone. It could go either way. That's kind of a lot of points, anyways.
0: And Joey, will you allow me to call my shot here?
1: Uh, Yeah, all yours.
0: uh, NC State minus two and a half is my pick of the week, Joey. Uh oh, that is my pick of the week.
1: Shoot, boy, lock we it back. up. We back. We back. Uh, Mike. By the way, this year is four and four on ACC picks of the week. I find myself a humble three and five. So, um, neither
0: ne- neither one of those are all that great. Yeah, but, neither
1: one's really making money at this point. Right. For what that's for. <laughs> right.
0: Combined. Combined, we're definitely not making money.
1: Yeah, that's that's for sure. Um, And While we're talking about it, on the year, Mike, an even 28-28-1 in his spread picks, thanks to an 0-4 week uh, assisted by Justin Cates last week. And I find myself at 29-27-1, which I don't think that's in the black either. I think that's technically losing money if you're getting minus 110 on everything. So um, follow us at your own risk. However, um, we tend to do better in some of these weeks with um, more games. So hopefully this is better. This is true. Let's lay two and a half at NC State, Mike. Let's feel good about it. Your pick of the week, I like it. Good call. Yep,
0: thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Game I'm really interested to talk about here: twelve twenty p.m. on the ACC Network Extra. The North Carolina Tar Heels on the road at the Virginia Cavaliers. The Cavaliers, a nine-point favorite here at home, Mike. Virginia in the driver's seat. They've beaten Miami. They've beaten Duke. They are uh, contending for first place in the division. UNC still got a low rec, you know, a pretty uh questionable record at one five. You uh, you given nine with Virginia here.
0: I like Virginia, but not by nine. That seems like a lot because North Carolina has actually under the radar played okay the last couple weeks. They nearly beat mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. They nearly beat Syracuse in double overtime last Saturday. I like North Carolina to cover here, Joey, but Virginia wins this football game. They're the better team.
1: I, I, I think I'm with you on this. I wouldn't be surprised to watch North Carolina win this game outright. Um, North Carolina, you're right. They have played better the last couple of weeks. Uh, they pretty much had Syracuse beat uh, up until the, the you know, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, they pretty much had Virginia Tech beat, if, except for a, a goal-line fumble, right, that would have put the game away for North Carolina. So yeah, you're right. I mean, they have absolutely played better in their last four games. The only one absolute stinker they had was the one against Miami on a Thursday night where they turned the ball over like a hundred times. But other than that, I mean, they beat Pittsburgh. They damn near beat Virginia Tech, and they damn near beat Syracuse. You know, I'm talking myself into it here, Mike. Let's just whatever. What the hell? North Carolina outright. Wow. Because Hello. we can't we can't have nice things in the coastal, Mike. Hello. Virginia, just when it all starts to look good, they're going down because you know nothing makes sense anymore. Give me North Carolina in the nine and go outright. Let's let's check with the uh, let's check with the odds here. What is the uh, money line right now? North Carolina. It is plus two ninety, so barely three to one. I don't really like those odds. I I, I think I want like four to one.
0: Just on this. kidding.
1: Just kidding think i want four to one before i'm actually putting money on this but you know what what the hell north carolina plus the nine and just outright on the field um i I think they win this game and just throw a whole wrench into the acc coastal let's do it what the hell get weird 3 30 p.m on the acc network extra mike the duke blue devils a two and a half point road favorite in pittsburgh at, at the uh world famous hornet's nest known as heinz field uh this is, again, 3.30 p.m. Duke a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I don't know what to do with that. I, it's like I kind of like Duke to cover a small line, even on the road, but I don't know how much I trust Duke, and I I really don't know how much I trust Pittsburgh.
0: The Duke hype train has really pissed me off, so <laughs> I'm going to go with Pitt, even though Pitt sucks. Um, it's a battle of two bad teams. Duke is closet bad. Like they are closet bad, Joe. Might be. I get the analytics. Oh, but they but they have a decent defense and uh, they, they do some decent things on offense. They suck. They suck. Don't let don't be fooled. Like they suck.
1: Fired up Mike is my favorite Mike. Yes.
0: Just... Now now for the record, Pittsburgh also really sucks. I mean, they suck worse than Duke. I'm mm-hmm. just mad about the Duke hype, so I'm picking Pittsburgh. Uh um, yeah. And it's a coin flip game too. Like Duke's a better team than Pitt, right? Like they are. Like it's a coin flip game. But they're on the road. Heinz Field's a you know it's a library. Uh, it's a weird game. It's I don't know why is this game at three thirty. That's not. I have questions here. Why is this game at three thirty? I would much rather UNC UVA be at three thirty than this game. Uh, sure. I have questions there. Uh, also, why is Clemson Florida State and nooner on ABC? Make that ah uh, whatever. I'm getting off track. Give me. Mike, a, let me. Uh, let me. Let me ask you a question code. here. All right, ask. Ask away.
1: Daniel Jones, Kenny Pickett, who's Ugh. gonna be the who's gonna be the better quarterback on the field on Saturday? Uh, Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh, you might be stumped here.
0: Shit. Who should it be, Daniel Jones? Hundred percent, it should be. But it's the coastal, so Kenny Pickett. I mean, yeah. Just go opposite day
1: on everything yeah i that's the thing is like i'm sitting here thinking about duke like we we all kind of think that duke is a better team than pittsburgh for some reason or other but like is duke's defense really that much better than pittsburgh's and is duke's quarterback really that much better than pittsburgh's and is their running game that much better than pittsburgh's i don't know the analytics tell us it is S plus projects Pittsburgh to win this game or uh, Duke to win this game by, you know, almost eight points. And yet, I, I mean, you're right, Mike, like what my eyes tell me, I, uh, I don't know about that. Um, I think I'm going to follow the analytics. I'm going to say Duke in a two and a half, just cause I don't know. Again, I can't have nice things. And I, I frankly, I, I would be okay if Duke weren't that great, but they're going to keep winning somehow and, and continue to piss me off. But I'm just going to lay two and a half with Duke. Say that they're going to win this game outright, um, and, and trust the analytics. But this this is a total coin flip game. This goes either direction.
0: In the words of Michael Scott, I'd rather fall into a pool of acid, eyes first, than watch this football game. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. Uh, no, thank you. I don't want to watch this game.
1: Yeah, this is this is going to be a, a bit of a, a bit of a tough one to watch. We'll I say. can
0: I can guarantee you there are better games on TV at three thirty. Oh, damn! You had to add the three thirty qualifier
1: on that because I was going to use that as a segue into our last game, Mike. Twelve o'clock on the ACC Network Extra, the game where somebody's got to win, somebody's got to get a conference win here. Wake Forest on the road at Louisville, the Cardinals somehow a two and a half point favorite. I've been seeing all there's all sorts of crap falling Louisville around right now. They had a tight end that was kicked off the team for threatening to kill his girlfriend, which, cool. Uh, There was uh, a rumor going around the internet today as we record on Tuesday evening that Bobby Petrino was officially out, even though that was like total, total just making up crap and and seeing how long it can go on Twitter for. Louisville is in a a total downward spiral right now. Um, They don't look like they care. They don't look like they want to be there. They've gotten, you know, beaten up pretty good the last couple of games. They're coming off a bye week, which helps. But I just think Dave Clawson is going to have Wake Forest fighting a lot harder in this game. I think the Deacons are going to look a lot more well coached. Uh, whether or not their defense can be effective, I mean, at least on offense, I think they're going to put up some points here. Give me Wake Forest plus the two and a half and outright. I think Wake Forest wins this game straight up.
0: I do too, and you nailed it, and I don't really have much to add. I think Wake Forest is going to try harder than Louisville. I think Dave Clausen will have them more ready to play than Bobby Petrino will. Um, uh, give me Wake. Give me We're Wake.
1: Louisville's in full implosion mode right now. They, they
0: are, and Wake Forest is going to try a lot harder, and I think that will make the difference in a close game on the road. I, I think you have one team that's quitting and one team that isn't very good this year because they're young, but they're trying really hard to be good and they have some playmakers, and not that Louisville doesn't. They have plenty of playmakers. It's just that team's quitting on Petrino, and this team is still fighting for Clausen. So it's two completely different situations. Young team, a lot to prove, fighting really hard, even though they aren't all that good. A Louisville team that's probably more talented than Wake Forest is that has completely quit on their head coach, and I like the team that's trying a lot harder right now, and that's Wake Forest.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, I, this is one of those I'll, I'll probably end up betting this weekend just because I, I, I'll i be shocked if Louisville is able to uh, put together a full 60 minutes and pull this game out. Completely agree. Let me look at where Wake Forest is on the money line right now. Plus 120. So, yeah, barely any juice on that. So probably not worth it. Um, Mike, you got a pick of the week. It's NC State minus two and a half. I'm kind of – I'm kind of between Miami Boston College under fifty and a half and Wake Forest plus two and a half where Where are we leaning on this one? do we feel better about
0: I, I think i'd I'd lean um I'd lean the under fifty and a half only because while we just made a compelling case for Wake Forest, they are not very good. Yeah, um, neither is Louisville, but Louisville's at home. So that that's a game where even though we just made a compelling case for Wake Forest, there's also a path for them not to win. <laughs> and, I think, that's yeah. that The more talented team in my opinion is Louisville and the more talented team is playing at home. Um, so I think I'd lean if I'm making a pick between those two, I think I'm leaning the under 50 and a half because you got two good defenses and two questionable quarterbacks. Um, plus Lorenzo Lingard's hurt for Miami. So he's done for the year. Um,
1: I'm on Richard's done I'm for the on year. Richard's
0: done for the year. Like Rosier's back in a quarterback. Like, choose your own adventure there. Like <laughs> AJ <laughs> Dillon. AJ Dillon like finally playing, probably not a hundred percent. Anthony Brown completely and totally inconsistent. We all know what we're getting week to week. I think you go under 50 and a half and you feel pretty good about it, Joey.
1: Uh yeah. I think I'm with you. I agree with that argument that um Louisville, probably the more talented team than Wake Forest. And there is definitely a scenario, I mean, especially as questionable as Wake Forest defense has been, you can see a case where Louisville could just kind of boat race them, right? Win this game 38 to 28 or something like that. I mean, put up a bunch of points on them and um, kind of run away from them. So that's, I mean, I think that's in play. Yeah. All right, pick of the week, Miami Boston College under 50 and a half. Once again, I am three and five in picks of the week this year, so – Again, at your own risk.
0: I I like that pick, Joey. I do. I like that pick this week. Yeah. Um, And I think you should bet NC State minus two and a half with me. I think we should both get in on that um, with our wallets.
1: You know, you say that, but I don't think there's anything that you want to be on that I'm also on right now because I am on a cold streak of all cold streaks. Uh, It's real bad, (laughs) Mike.
0: Me me too, but one of us has to break out of it or both, and might as well be both. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's my opinion. So.
1: Maybe the smart thing is to lay 16.5 points with Clemson and just say Clemson minus anything as a general principle moving forward.
0: Florida State 27, Clemson 24. Uh, it, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no.
1: We're going to be sitting here on Sunday talking about how the hell this happened, and I'm going to blame you for making this comment. And that's going yeah. to be what happened.
0: Call your shot, baby.
1: <laughs> shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. All right. Mike, that's all I got for week nine. Anything else?
0: I don't think so. That was pretty efficient uh, preview there.
1: It was efficient, yeah. I uh, don't think we dug too far into the details. Once again, we agree, Virginia Tech minus three Thursday night, uh, Clemson minus 16.5, NC State minus 2.5, North Carolina plus nine, Wake Forest plus 2.5. Not nearly enough disagreeing for my liking. I thought we were going to be uh, in, in uh, disagreement a little more. I've got Boston College plus 3.5 against Miami. Mike's on the other side of that. Mike has Pittsburgh plus two and a half against Duke, and I'm on the other side of that one. So For no good
0: good reason, for no good reason, by the way.
1: Yeah, not particularly. Uh, And once again, picks the week. Mike, NC State, minus two and a half at Syracuse. Myself, Miami Boston College, under 50 and a half. So do with all of that information what you will. Uh, But, Mike, you're right. Good preview. Week nine should be fun. A lot of good ACC action spread across Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Um, so I look forward to recapping these games with you when we come back. Until then, you can find us on Twitter. I am at FTRS Joey. He is at Mike McDaniel CFB, and together we're at BC Podcast ACC. You can send us an email with your questions, comments, concerns. It's the longest email address known to man, Podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. Yeah, and it's, it's been a while since y'all have sent us an email, so somebody uh, somebody email us something. We need to uh, you know make sure we keep the lights on there in the uh, the old email account.
0: Andrew Parker. Send us you're meeting.
1: up damn it you're up you're up chief um mike uh, uh i got lost there for a second you can find us on itunes google play soundcloud the overcast app wherever fine podcasts are sold for free and mike tell them where they can find us on the social medias
0: Ooh, curveball i'm gonna change it up on you. rate and review us on itunes god damn it rate and review us on itunes do that all right and you can yeah. also find us on facebook too facebook.com slash basketball conference rate and review us and find all of our podcasts there joey
1: Yes, please do. That was saucy, Mike. I like it. Well done. It was. Maybe uh, i Yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, finally, you can find us on YouTube. Go search for our channel, Basketball Conference, uh, just on YouTube. There's not a fancy URL or anything like that. You can come check out our videos. Uh, and if we look a little bit distracted, don't worry about it. It's, it's cool. There's nothing else going on.
0: Right. It's totally not game one of the World Series tonight with my favorite team in it. So. Absolutely not. No, Definitely it is not. Not.
1: Um, Definitely not. But if it were, go Sox. Because right. Correct. I can't cheer for the Dodgers here. Correct. I don't know. I might have just pissed off half of Atlanta, but it's fine. Don't care. Uh, Mike, that's you all may- I got. Anything else you want to come back and recap these games?
0: Uh, I want to come back and recap these games. You may have pissed off half of Atlanta, but you made your podcast co-host happy. So, I mean.
1: I'll take that uh, moral victory on that one.
0: Okay. I appreciate that.
1: Uh, Mike, go Jackets on Thursday night.
0: Uh, no. Die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, please at least report in from the stadium and uh, – I would love to do some uh, on the ground reporting here. Uh, if you find some uh, fellow jackets out there, Ooh, uh, I could do see that. See what you'd find out. I could do if that. You're gonna be, if you're going to be there in Blacksburg on Thursday night, go hit up Mike. Again, he's at Mike McDaniel CFB. He would love to interview you or buy you a beer or something like that. Yes.
0: Please please do come to Hokie House. I'm hosting the pregame show there, Joey, for the radio station. So, hell yeah. Come to Hokey House, downtown Blacksburg. I'll be there from four to six uh doing some radio stuff so come buy me a beer and i'll buy they, you a beer baby
1: they let georgia tech fans in the hookie house i'm sure that's probably fine 100 <laughs> all right well mike may the uh may the best tech win and may the best tech be georgia tech um we'll come back and recap these games on sunday uh joy blacksburg and uh we will talk then sounds good man all right Well, until then, for Mr. Mike McDaniel, I am Joey Weaver. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Until next time, go ACC.